Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Instant Classic Podcast. My name is Jay Sub. With me, as always, is Marie Ogletree II. What up, Tree? What's good, my brother? You know, I got your nephew in the building. My little man, Emery Ogletree III, Trey. So we up here chilling. Yeah. Yes, so indeed. You, you heard what he said. So let's, uh, let's get it on, man. Let's, uh, it's been a eventful weekend, to say the least. Eventful week, eventful weekend. All right. So let's let's start with NBA All-Star Weekend. Um, Saturday, we had the, the skills challenge, the three-point shootout, and the slam dunk contest. Um, what were your takes on the weekend as a whole? I know me, I enjoyed the first two events, um, but that slam dunk contest was awful. Is that all you're going to say? It was awful. I mean, I'm happy the guy that went to Dayton went, but there was nothing redeeming out of that. Like, that was it. Like, we saw better dunks during the All-Star game than we did during the slam dunk contest. That's all you're going to say? That's all I got about that slam dunk contest. Wow. It was trash. I, I mean, it, it was. I mean, I, I just thought you were going to go a little bit more into it. I'll be real with you, fam. I like the skills challenge to a point. I'll be honest. I was watching off and on. You know, I said, I, I'm, I'm old school. You know, it's like I, I live for the three-point contest and the dunk contest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I said, when I saw the Cleveland boys won the skill contest, I was happy because, I mean, it was in their city. So, you no know, props to them, you know, for winning. I don't know what Giannis was thinking <laughs> from his little brother. Right. Like, <laughs> Shoot that shot. <laughs> I, like, yo, man, you better. Why? Why? You, what? Yo, I just, I just said I got to sit there and laugh. I was like, you know, but you know what, though? Hey, that, that's just being a brother, though. Right. That's just being the brother, man. Maybe he pulled right. Like, yo, I'm the big brother. (laughs) Like, y'all gonna have to listen to me. Man, Giannis was like, look, man, this is All-Star Weekend. I think he just wanted to give his brother some shine. You know, you know, even though my man CB was wrong for saying as long as Giannis is employed, is the man (laughs) to always have a job. I was like, oh, don't do it like that, CB. Don't do it like that. But but part of it is kind of true. (laughs) 100% true. And you have to sign these dudes, man, because... Giannis hey. came out of nowhere. What if what if the young one all of a sudden just put on 30 pounds during the summer? We don't know. Hey. Now, now uh, sidebar, uh, is the youngest under the Kumpo, is he in the G League now? Yeah, the youngest is in the okay, G League. Okay, I thought. He's on the Raptors uh, G League team. I thought I saw him. Okay, okay. I mean, but, but still, man, I mean, I, I didn't pay but so much attention to that skills challenge. The three-point contest was for, hey, Props to Carly Towns, man. Cat. I'm, I'm, I'm not called a heater. Didn't he? I mean, that he got loose. I'm I'm not ready to sit up here and tell you the, the greatest shooting big man of all time. You know, I I, I still got you know Hakeem Olajuwon, you know, even young Arvita Sabonis, Dirk. You know, I mean, there, there's, there's a couple names I can throw out there before I come to you, Cat. But I mean, hey, represent the big man, man. Right. He won the three-point contest. He got mm-hmm. hey, he, he saved it for the right round. He put he put his name in that conversation, and hey, he got the he hardware. Did. He got the hardware as the invite. Hey, they, give give him his props. Even though, like I said again, hey, Larry Bird is sixteen, so I, I'm just saying. Larry Bird is I'm a just, young player. He ain't a big. <laughs> he's sixteen. He's sixteen. He could, I mean, so was Kevin Durant, but he ain't a big. <laughs> like Kevin Durant, I'm stay just, on the wing. I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there. Larry Bird did play some power forward. Yes, he was known mainly as a small forward, but he could run the four. 
I mean, well, let's just be real. You know, Larry Bird could have ran all five positions if he really wanted to. But he still, needed to, right? Yeah, I was like, but I digress. But yeah, I mean, props to Cosby Town, but he did his thing. He got loose. And uh, like I said, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, even watch the three point contest. I think it was one of those things where I just didn't really put a lot of, you know, investment in it because it's like, okay, like you know, when I looked at the lineup, you know, obviously, you no know, Trey was in there, you know, and obviously he would have been a strong consideration. You thought he would have, you know, showed up and did his thing. And of course, Kennard for the Clippers. But I, again, I think I just, you know, when I saw Cat was in, I was just like, okay, I just wanted to do well. But I mean, for him to win it, I was like, okay, that's impressive. But man, that slam dunk contest. <sighs> trash. Awful. It, trash, trash is being polite, son. I'm, I honestly looked at that and, and, I, and I put it on my Twitter timeline uh, last night. I said, like, man, you you really don't want to be known as the group that killed the slam dunk contest. Because that's what I honestly thought to myself, like, oh, my God, we can't do this no more. But see, as here's as the as thing. I think it may be Cleveland, man. The last time it was in Cleveland, Kobe won that terrible one, and I thought he killed it. I'm like, oh my god! And it took <laughs> no, Vince Carter to save it. I, well, I mean, but here's the thing, though. Kobe, Kobe's dunk contest. Yes, it wasn't the greatest, but at least Kobe had some momentum behind him coming into it. He was the high school kid who got drafted, coming to the NBA. I mean, if you really followed him coming out of high school to the NBA, you just knew what his name was. Yeah. You know, and like I said, and, but at least Kobe made his dunks, though. Man, there were so many missed dunks and attempts. I don't know who old boy Jalen Green had out there throwing him those passes. Right. I, I was like, Jalen, man, like, dog. Like, whoever he is, like, you got to get rid of him. Right. I, I was getting so tired of the attempts. Yeah. Well, excuse me, they, they didn't count as attempts. And that, that's another thing. They We got to change the rule to dunk contest, man. I'm sorry. I think if I think if you miss one, you should be done. I think you should have like forty-five seconds. What if you ain't got your dunk and and forty-five seconds? It's a wrap. Cause <laughs> it was it was bad. Like in all the point guards that were on the sideline, I'm like, yo, man, you can get anybody just to throw you the ball. Why don't you get somebody who know how to throw a pass? <laughs> Something. I was just like, duh. Whatever it is you're trying to do, I mean, it's like, how many times did he try? Like three, four times. And I was saying, by, by the third one, though, I was done. I just didn't even care anymore. Have you seen the clip I, I of, uh, of, of Kareem walking out during one of his attempts? <laughs> I don't blame him. I mean, it was when like when you of... let down the ancestors. <laughs> I mean, when you saw Shaq's face, man, because somebody put up a meme yeah. of Shaq during the Vince and then Shaq from last night. Yeah. It's just like, I was like, dog, I was like, that's exactly it. That is exactly exactly the best explanation. You remember, everybody remembers, well, for those of us who are old enough to remember, everybody remember Shaq's face when he had the camcorder and he saw Vince. Yep. Yeah, and then you saw, saw Shaq last night, he was sitting on the sideline, I mean, he just had a look of disgust on his face. And, and that's honestly how I felt. I mean, that, that entire thing, like you said, I mean, props to Obi Toppin, you know, coming out of Dayton and everything. You know, I, I was happy for him in that regard. But other than that, I mean, that entire contest was terrible. I mean, Cole Anthony, he tried. Mm-hmm. You know, he 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 tried, but it's just like at the end of the day, it, the, 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 I, I was I was actually going with D Wade and um Reggie for a minute. I was like, dog, if this is what we're gonna be seeing, we might as well have the three point contest. We might as well have the three point contest. Last. You know, yeah, yeah, last. Because uh, I'll tell you the truth. I mean, the real talk of uh, 
when I saw the lineup going into the dunk contest, man, I, I just I sat there and told myself, like, this dunk contest is gonna be terrible. I mean, Jalen is a great in-game dunker, but I was just like, nah, man, I, I just don't see any excitement around this. I like Obi, but again, I just he a game dunker. I, yeah, like all, almost all of them were game dunkers. Yeah. It's, it's, so I was, this this was by far the worst dunk contest in the history of the NBA. Like I said, I I I'll I'll put you this way: if there, if there are no big names in it next year. Then the dog put it put it on put the three point contest on last. Ja Morant, that's the name. He's the one. He's the guy that has to be in because he can jump out of the gym. That's my guy. We need we need Ja and maybe a healthy Zion. Well, I mean, for the looks of things, and like Ja was saying, I mean, I, I think Ja might be on his LeBron on his LeBron type uh, approach when it comes to the dunk contest. I, I really do. It's because like LeBron never did a dunk contest for That's whatever reason. LeBron like, is a game dunker. LeBron don't got good dunks. He can what? jump high. He's oh, a, in in a game. Oh, he can hey, throw I some things down, in. but he ain't got no creativity, no flair. He can just I jump can't. high and throw with some strength. Oh, ain't no. He got that. He I got mean, that tomahawk. That's it. That's well, it. I mean now. I mean yeah now. When you look at young young LeBron, oh, he can jump on, out of the man. gym. He's a game dunker. All the way through, we would have been disappointed, and it would have tarnished that man's legacy like a mug. (laughs) He would have been like, "Yeah, he did all that." But you remember that slam dunk contest when he got bumped in the first round? I can't roll with you there, fam. I'm sorry. I I think I think a young LeBron in the dunk contest would have been good. But like I said, my my point is though, I kind of get the feeling that Ja is going to that direction. I mean, it, it would have to be something that really tickled, you know, his fancy. I think, like you said, if Zion, if Zion, if Zion did it, mm-hmm. and like I said, it was like a like a, a lineup of cats where it's like, oh, okay, like we all gonna get loose. Like Zion and Zach, and I don't know if we can consider Eric Gordon to try again. I don't even know if you ever do one again. But it, like it was just like a a, a a contest of cats like you know can really make it happen with the dunk contest, then maybe Ja would do it. But right now I'm I'm expecting him to be like uh to to be like LeBron and probably just kind of hold off and be like, nah, man, I'm, I'm just focusing on hoop. I'm just focusing on doing my thing. Like I said, the, the dunk contest just really doesn't appeal to me all that much. Yeah, we're going to have to talk him into that. That that He has to save it for for America. <laughs> it's so bigger. This is bigger than you, Ja. Like... I, I love Ja. Hey, I mean, so he, he's quick. In fact, I know, so speaking of having Trey here with me, yeah, I mean, that's the next jersey I need to get for my boys. Cause that, that young man, Jesus. But you know what, though? I, I can't see. I mean, a lot because Vince put the bar up so high mm-hmm. that I'm not saying that job wouldn't save the dunk contest. But at the same time, it just wouldn't be the same. Like when Vince, when Vince did his thing, I mean, it just took the dunk contest to a whole nother level. It was the greatest think, one-man I, performance of all time. Uh, I'll give you that. I just, I just think Ja would just again, it would just reinvigorate the excitement. But I, I, yeah. as far as saving it, I wouldn't necessarily go that far. I just think it would just kind of reinvigorate things. You just be excited to see somebody that you know, like you when he goes when he goes to do his thing, you know you're gonna get a show. Like I, I'm, I'm looking forward to see if we can if we can get some bigger names in there, people who we know, because really we ain't know none of the people. And the most disappointing dump was. Uh, the one where dude from the Warriors tried to do the Vince Carter, 
and put his arm in the basket <laughs> and only got like part of his wrist. And I'm like, oh, oh, like we're that's when I just started playing on my phone. Like, let me know. Like, I ain't gonna turn because I, I mean, I looked, I looked to see what else was on TV, but nothing else drew my attention. So I was like, we'll just keep it here. I mean, like I said, I mean, Cole, Cole Anthony, I mean, he tried, man. I mean, his, his misses were like, you know, it kind of made me go, ooh. But like I said, again, it, it got to be so many. It's just, I just was yeah. like, whatever, man, whatever. And I mean, and, and, and like, again, I mean, I feel bad for Obi. Happy he won, but it's almost like he won this by default. Yeah. You know, he's like, dude, you could have just did what I used to do back in the day. Cause, you know, my, cause my, my wife asked me, like, now, what kind of dunk were you done? I was like, shoot, I was a straight power dunker, baby. <laughs> there, there was no flair to me. So it was either two hand or one hand. That's all it would have been. <laughs> off, off one leg, off two leg. I said the most I could have done was probably give you something from beyond the dots, but that was it. So I, I didn't have any you no know, creativity to my dunks. It was straight power dunking. But you know, I said, but you no, know, I mean, topping him. He's just like again, his dunk when he jumped over an old boy. You know, it wasn't bad. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't a bad dunk. You know, but again, at the same time, I think because he he did it twice, right? Or was yeah. that the first? Was that an earlier one? I think he did it twice. Yeah, I mean, I listen, it wasn't bad. I mean, it was it was impressive, you know. But it's just kind of like you know, I think the the whole vibe of that contest had gotten to a point where it was just so, you know, so so mum. The was, crowd was, was kinda, dead. Yes, the energy just wasn't there. So it's like when he did, he was just kind of like, eh. But that that was nice. Yeah. That was nice. And none of them had um like just a legit bounce. Like none of them can jump that that jump out of the gym bounce. They all, you know, they all can leap, but none of them yeah. have like that Zach Levine or Aaron Gordon where they can yeah. just take off and or yeah, or that or that jaw where you like when they when they freeze, you yeah. see him in the air, you're like, uh. Oh. Like, like, yeah, man. No, like Jaw's dunking in the, the all-star game, we can transition to that. His, he had like the 360 oop, the, the 360 that Zach had effortless. He just pulled out a, a 360 just casually. <laughs> like, yeah, you did. Last night, all, all four of them would have missed that. <laughs> like every last one of them would have missed what Zach attempted just in the back pocket, coming off of a bad knee. That, that, that is true. I, I, that I cannot disagree with. You are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. To this all star game, which was. It was very entertaining. Your boy Steph got loose, man. Steph man, I, got loose. I was pulling for him to get that record. I, I was pulling for him to get that record. I was like, man, get, go ahead and get the record, Steph, and just to fall one point shirt. I was like, oh, but them 16 threes, my dude. Bruh, 16 threes. I don't even care if it was an exhibition game. Do you know how hard it is to make 16 threes in a game? And half of them were just ridiculous. Half man, of them. From- from ridiculous range. Not even I'm watching just, the follow through, turning around and asking the crowd, "Did that go in? Did that go in?" Hey, that that brother, man. Like I said, Inc., you know, I I don't think we ever talked about it, but just like I said, just I, I showing my age, I just missed the old All Star games, man. I mean, they were just so much more compelling to watch. You know, I said, you know, the, the whole first two quarters of this one, I mean. Those cats are just out there goofing around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, I get it. But, like, at least give me a little bit of defense. I mean, y'all might as well just open the lane up and just say, here, let's play horse. It, it all changed. Well, I forget who got their nose broke. It was either Dwayne Wade, 
got his nose broke by Kobe or Dwayne Wade broke Kobe's nose. Um, <laughs> that's when it all changed. And they were like, yo, man, we can't be out here playing defense. <laughs> like, cat's getting hurt. <laughs> like, And it changed the, the course of the All-Star. But it was yeah. it was thoroughly entertaining though. Uh, it, it yeah, once we got attention. to the fourth, yeah, once we got to the fourth quarter, and uh, you know what, I'm I'm liking the, that the target rule they do now. Yeah. Uh, the one I forgot the name of the tournament they got it from. Oh, the big three. Uh, that's that's no, Ice Cube. Um, Ice Cube does that too. You know, I know he does, but I mean, but it, it's actually from this uh, summer basketball uh, tournament. God, I can't remember the name of it. I always wanted to play in it back in the day. Was that but the they, they were the – no, not the Drew. It wasn't the Drew. Even though I do believe the Drew does it. But as I said, it's one of the big money tournaments. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But they were the very first ones i ever seen do it. Because I always thought it was so interesting how they got to the target score. I was like, okay, that's different. Because, I mean, it basically makes you work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you – I mean, whatever you did in the previous three quarters – you know, once it you know, comes down to the point, like, all right, we're going to go for a game. And if the score obviously is close, you know, now we're going to play for real. Yeah. You know, which is what which is what we got, you know, there in the fourth quarter, when I know, which I really enjoyed. I think if anything else, that's what I was really waiting for outside of, you know, Steph hopefully breaking the record. I was like, okay, here we go. Your boy Zach hit a big three. I was like, oh. Yo, Zach hit a big three. DeMar, the, the king of the fourth, the master of the mid-range, also hit a Man. big jumper. Man. <laughs> Yes, they did. But as as fitting as it was, who who was the one to hit the hit the game winner? LeBron. But hey. you know the the other kid from Akron got the MVP. <laughs> <laughs> other kid from oh, Steph, right, Steph. He from Akron. That's right. He also that's was right. born there. That's right. Steph is from Akron. I forgot about that. Uh, but uh, I, I was uh, I, I'm surprised you didn't uh, mention, or maybe you just didn't want to. Didn't, didn't that uh, LeBron shot look familiar? You know what, man? <laughs> <laughs> we can use that as a segue. <laughs> Before we get to that, let's let's talk about the 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 top the seventy five were honored. Um, it was good to see everybody come out. Um, I, I understand the people who didn't make it, like like Bill Russell. Um, I even get. Anthony, Dunn. why wasn't your boy Russ there? What he is, is what is he up to, man? Like I was surprised Russ didn't show up. I'm not. I mean, no disrespect, because my mother's from Cleveland, you know. But I, I just honestly think because you know, all things considered, and especially specifically for Russ, man, I think with the kind of the way the year has been going, at the end of the day, I think you know Russ really needs to take this time just to really, you know, unwind and rest. I really don't blame him. I, I honestly don't blame him. I mean, obviously, we don't know what this dude's personal life entails. Yeah. You know, he just did. He just didn't show up. He couldn't. He couldn't make it. But at the end of the day, though, like I said, I, I believe he just he should take this time because you know, right now when we get back, get ready to come back, you know, like I said, we got Anthony Davis out <laughs> foreseeably for the. Well, I'm thinking for the rest of the uh, remaining of the regular season. Oh, and- you know what I'm saying. I'll tell you who I really wanted to see show up at this at this game. Scotty Pippen. I want to show the one up. <laughs> but Scotty was nowhere to be found. <laughs> there were people who were gonna run up on that guy. Hey, you know what? Now see, I can see why he didn't show. 
Because you know what? Until, until I saw him on the video, I just saw, I lost it. I, that's exactly how I reacted. I just screamed. I was like, of course you didn't show. Yeah. All, all, all that mess you've been talking? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You, you're not about that smoke. And I think MJ was trying to goat him into coming because we all knew, we all heard, well, at least I heard that MJ wasn't going to be there. He was doing the yes, Daytona. Yeah, that's what shocked me. He was doing the Daytona thing. You know what right. I mean? And then all of a sudden, we heard the stone cold glass break and out walks MJ. I'm like, oh, <laughs> he he's here. Oh, because well, because what I thought was gonna happen myself, because I saw magic, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, it's like obviously there's only one person left. And so I was waiting for the video. Yep. And then all of a sudden when they pan to the left, and I saw somebody standing there, I was like, hold on, I was like, MJ's here. I mean, and the, and the crowd just exploded. <laughs> exploded. And, I, and I and I couldn't stop laughing. Because the first thing that came to my mind was LeBron. And I was rolling. But what made it even funnier to me, what made it even funnier was that everybody stood on the stage, but Mike went to the middle. Mike went to the middle. <laughs> I made this. This is what I screamed. I screamed, but he went to the middle and stayed there by himself. I sat there and thought to myself, I was like, um, <laughs> Mike drop. <laughs> right. I was like, was that a Mike? I was, I was like, hold on. I was like, did they really put Mike in the middle to stand there by himself? I was like, wow. In, in, in LeBron's arena? In, Le, in the arena LeBron made. <laughs> Where the oh, ghost of Craig God. Eho still floating around. MJ run uh, that city. Was, yeah, man. Yeah, but the, yeah, Scotty P wasn't showing. He didn't want none of that smoke, man. He didn't want none of that action. Uh, so I, and, and to be real, I mean, hell. It's gonna. We got another what? Twenty five years from now. Uh-huh. So it'll be interesting to see if he shows up at that one. I, nah, I like to think. Tw- <laughs> I, I like to think twenty five years from now we'll, we'll be well past all this drama. Like Jordan, like get dapped up, gave Dennis Rodman a hug. But nah, Scotty ain't nowhere to be found. <laughs> like nowhere oh. to be found. I was weak. But let's let's transition to to goat talk. You know. Uh, Rich Paul recently said that LeBron's, you know, journey to, to greatness was harder than Mike's, pretty much. If, if, I'm, mm. I'm loosely, you know, paraphrasing what he said. Um, before I get into mine, what was your take on that comment? First, first of all, let me, let me just keep it a buck with you right now. I have two answers to this. Now, for the sake, for the sake of our show, I'm gonna go ahead and answer it. You know what we're gonna talk about, but I found this. I found this very subject to be very disrespectful because my my honest answer between the two is neither. But for the sake of the subject, obviously <laughs> I'm with you. There's no way in the world LeBron had a harder road than MJ. I, I know what Rich Paul was trying to say, and, and some of it I get, but but we gotta add some. Again, this is where I say we have to add some fact and perspective to this topic, which is why, again, I found it so disrespectful in the first place when we talk about the GOAT, you know, because there, there's some names that have been excluded. Mm-hmm. There is. But, let, but, but let's, just be, let's just be clear. because we know It's done simply because, again, it's popular. And again, it's fun to talk about. The, the one thing LeBron has going for him in, in, the, in that argument where I was with Rich Paul it's not so much that his road was harder. 
but the pressure he had was more immense than Jordan's. Yes. Because of, so because of the fact of since he was a junior in high school, because I, I got the Slam magazine to prove it. No, GMs were talking about they would have took him then number one because it was just expected that he was going to be the next one. He's supposed to be the next great. So when the, by the time he finally got to the league, I mean, by the time we've had a handful of high school kids go to the league, there were more failures than success stories, obviously. Mm -hmm. But all that, all the expectation that was on LeBron when he got there. I mean, again, it's just, there were those who were rooting for this kid to fail. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, LeBron lived up to the expectations that he had when he came into the league. But for me to say that his role was harder than MJ's, obviously I can't say that. It, it, it's, it's night and day. I mean, listen, we just got to keep it 100. If you're just going to be a LeBron fan, that means you can't be objective. And I am a fan of LeBron, but I need to be objective about this. MJ obviously stayed in Chicago those whole first 13 years. Obviously, you take out the year and a half he was gone, gone of course. But he started basically with nothing. You know this. Mm -hmm. He basically stayed the course. He went through a Magic and Bird era. He came basically right in the middle of it. Then he had to deal with the Pistons until he finally got his shot to run the show. You know, he actually had, he put in the work. So when he finally got the chance to get up to the top of the mountaintop, you, you could see, you, you basically saw the progression. With LeBron, again, I'm not knocking him. I'll always say this. It wasn't LeBron's fault that, again, he did. He had to work with what he had in Cleveland, obviously. The one thing that he, that he, that he didn't have that MJ had in Chicago, well, at least people who understood to try to build a team. Dan Gilbert wasn't trying to give LeBron any real pieces to help him. That's why he left. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, man, I mean, I, I'm sorry. We, we just got to be real about it. I get why you went to Miami. I get why you went back to Cleveland. I get why you went to L.A. All those moves I get. But at the end of the day, how can it be harder when I look at your when I look at the personnel list on your list compared to MJ's, and you have a lot more Hall of Famers on your roster than MJ ever had? See, the one thing that I had, and kind of I don't disagree with what you said about the one thing LeBron has is going away with the pressure. The one thing that I feel that that kind of boosts LeBron's case is social media. There was no real time. We're talking about this right here, right now. Um, mm -hmm. No Twitter, no Facebook, no Instagram like we have in this era. So that's the right. one thing that's that's immense, where immediately after it happens, it's in the cycle. We're talking about it before. It would be like a full day before we, you know, talked about what happened. Right. But to me, where Jordan's path was harder, let me ask you this question. When LeBron made his, I don't know how many trips to the finals he went to consecutively in the East, was it like eight or nine or something like that? It was eight. He went to eight straight. Would you say the East was the best conference during those eight years? Or would you of say course, the East was, was historically weak? It was historically weak. Well, so, hold on, hold on. Let me let me back let me let me backtrack a little bit. Not necessarily in the beginning. Well, no, that second phase that second phase of Detroit. 
it, even that little, you know, last run of uh, Indiana to a degree before the malice, and obviously Boston. So I would, I would sit there and say, maybe for like two, three years, it wasn't. But mm-hmm. it, it was more weak. It was, it was weak more than it wasn't for the majority of his time when he was in the East. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree with you there. So we would say that he had a, almost like a police escort to the NBA final. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like he had a free reign to go to the finals. Like we knew coming out the East was going to be LeBron's team. Well, if we go back in the time machine to Jordan's era, he had to battle through Patrick Ewing, had to battle through Reggie, had to battle through Charles Barkley before he went to the West. The East, Dominique, the East was loaded with, with teams and Hall of Famers and members of that NBA 75. Like, if we, look, if we look at LeBron's in the East, I didn't really see that many NBA 75 people that LeBron had to go through to get to the finals. Well, I mean, you can, well, you can basically name them. I mean, three of them played on the same team, KG, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. Yep. Even though I still, even though I still debate Paul Pierce being on 75, but that's yeah. a story for another but day. But they were at the tail um, end. Yeah. Well, I mean, you had D-Wade in Miami. Mm-hmm. Who he joined you know, eventually. Well, we eventually joined, obviously. You're, you're right there. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, the bottom line is you're right. You're right. The Eastern Conference was more watered down than basically what Jordan had to deal with. And like I said, again, though, Jordan came up in an era, like I said, he came into the league during a time where Magic and Bird had an iron fist on the league. Ran the league. I mean, see, it's the one thing, again, when we talk about this particular subject, where I I ask for objectivity. People keep disregarding and sweeping under the rug. Jordan never beat Bird. Never beat Bird. Not even a single game. Not a single game. He, he never beat Bird. And when you bring it up, people go, well, Jordan had no help. But at the same time, when you try to use that for LeBron in the argument against Jordan, people are like, oh, no, Jordan would have did this. No, the bottom line is this. Jordan never beat Bird. Which Even though, speaks to the great. I will say this. I'd rather have Larry Hughes than Brad Sellers. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> You take, you take Brad Sellers and then go take on Larry Bird. <laughs> but my, my point is, though, but look at the, 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 the greatness that Jordan had to go through. Mm-hmm. That you, you come in the middle of that, which where I, I know you're not going to like this, but I have to say it, which is why I feel Isaiah Thomas doesn't get respect. enough of the, he, he doesn't get the respect he deserves. This man beat Bird, Magic, and Jordan in their primes. Yep. Which is... And, and got back to back. How many people can say that? None. No Exactly. One. Exactly. That's why I have Isaiah as the second best point guard of all time. I mean, I do too at the moment. You know, I, I feel it may be something to change, but obviously right now that's what I have too. But I'm just sitting there saying, but, but look at the, the caliber of competition Jordan had to go through. I mean, it's a no-brainer. That's why I hate the arguments of people like, well, the athletes are better now and the skills are better now. I'm like, you know, real talk, even if that's so, it's only better based off what they saw come before them. Mm-hmm. So how much does that really matter? Because, I mean, that's why I feel again. I mean, when it comes to this you know, particular topic, it bugs me because the bottom line is that neither one of them had a harder road than Bill Russell. That's it. <laughs> but for the sake of this, 
for the sake of this discussion, I'm just going to keep it on LeBron and MJ. I will give you that 100%. Bill Russell took on Will Chamberlain and racism. Thank same, you. At the same time. In but Boston. Don't, let's, let's, don't, don't get me started on this subject. In the but, but, keep, but, keep it, but keeping it to MJ and LeBron, listen, we got to keep it in the perspective of the fact that, again, I'm not taking nothing away from LeBron's greatness. I mean, we've never seen nothing like LeBron ever. But like I said, I mean, it, and it's cool to have your boys with you. I mean, I know Rich Paul before anything else. I know they're business partners. But the bottom line is that they're friends. Mm-hmm. Of course he's going to go to bat and, know, and up his boy. You know, you should. But at the end of the day, if we hook Rich Paul to a lie detector test and told him, like, all right, Rich, like, seriously, man, if you know anything truly about basketball, you really believe LeBron's road was harder I was like, there's no way he can sit there and say, yes, he has to know. Right. Yeah, like I said, it's easier for those, again, if you don't know the history of the game, I get why you go with LeBron. I understand that. I mean, that's, that's why I really can't even fault people for that. You know, like I said, if you don't really know nothing about the game of basketball, of course you can go with LeBron because that's the popular thing to do. But if you know even uh, inkling of the history of this league, there's no way you can say that. Not with a straight yeah. face. Not with a straight face. I said, LeBron, LeBron has accomplished some great things. But the harder road at the end of the day, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, Jordan had to deal with, <laughs> if, we, if we rank them all, <laughs> of the guys he went through, we're talking about easily the top 10 to 15 players in, in the league history. Right. Top 20, definitely. Yeah. Had to get through them all. And, and like I said, he, listen, he never beat Bird. I mean, even though he even though he beat Magic, I mean, I always, you know, I always said about that. It wasn't really Showtime, you know. He he didn't beat Kareem Worthy, Magic, Coop, and all them, but he still beat Magic. So you gotta give MJ's props. You know, at the end of the day, like I said LeBron. I mean, you're, you're, <laughs> the biggest thing in LeBron's favor is that he beat the he beat the Spurs. Yeah. And I, I mean, and I only go so far with the you no. Know, I mean, the three to one comeback was great, obviously. You know, but like I said, again, objectively, I, I keep going back to the fact that had Draymond, Draymond never been suspended, I still think they lose that series. Yeah. But I said, that, that's that's why I just, again, it's just, to me, it, it's really no-brainer. You know, I said, the, it, it, you can't say that the role was harder. I'm sorry, you, you, you just can't. Yeah, I saw an interview can't. with LeBron where he was talking about, you know, when he, when they came back from that 3-1, that's when he knew he was the greatest player of all time. Yeah. And I was over yeah. there thinking like, yeah, man, that, that is impressive. But do you know what's better than coming back from 3-1? Never going down 3-1 in the first place. That's what MJ did. <laughs> that is <laughs> like, fair. Like, that's way more impressive than going down 3-1 and coming that, back. That, touche. Too, but that's that's real, though. That 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 is real. I, said, I can't I can't knock that. You know, let's like say, I mean, again, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, like I said, for me, six is more than four. I think it's, it's you know, impressive that, uh, impressive that LeBron's been to 10 finals. Yeah. I mean, that puts him in the conversation with the Bill Russells and the, obviously the Jones boys and everybody else. But the fact of the matter is, dude, you still only won four. Yeah. And you, like, you this is how great MJ is. We were calling MJ the greatest by the end of the first three P. 
Like we were calling him the goat after three. There was no he got to catch magic first. We just saw with our eyes, like, oh man, this dude the best we had ever seen. And then now post Mike, it's been like you got to at least get close to the six to be even in the conversation. He changed right. the whole <laughs> conversation. It was straight eye test before Mike. I, I mean, in, in the in the mon, in the modern era, MJ is obviously the bar. Mm-hmm. You know that that that's six for six. And like I said again, I'll just I'll just keep that the modern era, and and then that's and that's where I'll leave yeah. it. Yeah, all time, it's a different story because it it became a different league. It was a different league. Obviously, so I mean, and the and the league will always evolve. Mm-hmm. Like I said it's, it's going to be it's going to be it was, it's going to be inter- interesting to see who the next one will be because when LeBron leaves again I mean we'll, we'll be looking at an NBA again like we did for that year and change that Mike was gone but yeah we, it was still the NBA but it was different because Mike wasn't there you know what I'm saying yeah and unless I think if anything else uh when LeBron leaves you know you obviously you'll still have you no know, KD and even a Giannis but Respectfully, I, I've never looked at either one of them in that type of category. Carry the league category. Yeah. Exactly. They're going to be a bridge. I don't know who that next person is. I think the same way that AI was a bridge um, to the next generation. Because AI came in at the tail end of, of like, you know, Mike and them, and he carried us on to, to the Kobe, Kobe generation. I, I guess I can give it that. A little bit, yeah. I guess I can go with that a little bit. Because uh, he, he... <laughs> we we can transition no, to a, to a couple more more quick hit topics. But before we do that, one thing that just popped in my head: Did you peep how LeBron made Bron- just got Bronny in the league? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> right, but you know like, what? You know what though? I, I like Jamal Crawford said his Twitter. I'm not mad at him. Oh, not at all. I'm I'm not mad at you. You know, I mean, I, you know what? It just uh, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, what what parent wouldn't want to help try to put their child in the best position for them to succeed? Like I said, I, that's the only thing I can't really hate. Yeah, you know, I'm but, you know especially especially speaking as a parent. Now, as a hooper myself. And again, and based off the experiences I went through in my you know pro career for the time I played, I mean, I know all about the politics, man. So I mean, to see that when I saw it, like I said, I kind of went both ways. I mean, it just kind of like, wow. You know, and like I said, and this, and this is no disrespect towards Bronny. Because I mean, I, I've watched him play a couple. Have you seen him play? I have. I've seen him play one game. And then I even looked up where he was like ranked nationally. And he's, yeah, he's 49. Yeah. He's 49. And that's that's in, that's solid, but right now there's there's no talk 50. of him being in the league. Um, yeah, exa- exactly. I mean, I mean, if anything else, it wouldn't surprise me. Bronny takes the D Wade D Wade Suns route. Mm-hmm. G League. No, and, and go to the G League. Yeah, I say it wouldn't surprise wouldn't surprise me one bit. So I think that would I think that if anything that would be a that'd be a great fit for him. But like I said, LeBron said what he said. And, and now it's just like okay, well, who's going to you know who's going to pull the who's trigger on pick Bronny? Are we gonna you gonna waste the first round pick on Bronny for like a one year <laughs> rental of LeBron? Who's gonna and, be forty? 
Yeah, I was going to say, we're talking about 39-year-old LeBron. Right. But I figure he can still get the Bulls 16, 16 and 8. You know, take Bronny. We take Bronny. Like, go ahead. Like, sign that man. Yeah, hey, hey, yo, like I said, man, I, I get it from a parent standpoint. And like I said again, you can't, you can't not this this man's you no know, business savvy. It's just like this. It's like, yo, you know, my I know who I am in this league. The, the bottom line is that this is LeBron's league now. Yeah, he knows that. And I mean, I think and he knows it again that you know his his time is coming to an end. You know, I mean, think he'll he'll still have that cachet pretty much until he's done playing. Mm-hmm. Until until he's ready to hang up, hang it up for good. He knows he he has that cachet. So but he said what he said. Like wherever, all I know is that when my son is ready, and that's why I sat there. I said it a couple years ago. I was like, you know, watch watch that rule drop when Bronny gets ready to graduate high school. Mm-hmm. I said, so I mean, I won't be surprised at all. So I mean, him saying it just confirmed what I already felt. I was like, yeah, because they they've been talking about how he said he wanted to play with his son for years. I was like, yeah, when when Brian's ready to come out, that uh that one and done rule, yeah, that's over with. It's gonna be yeah, we we come straight out of high school all over again. And I also laughed um at, at the Laker fans who were kind of upset on the Twitter when LeBron said he hasn't ruled out coming back to the Cavaliers. I'm like, LeBron is already planning his exit strategy. Way to abandon shit, LeBron. <laughs> like he's trying to vote. Hey, hey, like I said, all I know is on, on that note that he has one more year left and Russ is going to be there for one more year, so I'm good. Like I said, but whatever he does after that one year, it's fine with me. I need to let's buy out LeBron's contract so he can sign as a free agent to Chicago. <laughs> like we make room. We will make room. But, uh, <laughs> let's hop on to the next topic. Um, let's holler at your boy, Ben Simmons, man. <laughs> yeah, and, let's, holler, let's holler at him. And to a degree, James Harden. They both had their introduction press conferences. I know you, um, Ben Simmons' press conference really, really got you going. But me was James Harden talking about Philly was always my first choice. I didn't want to go to Brooklyn. I'm like, lies and deceit, sir. Lies <laughs> and deceit. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, yes, he did. You know, I say he he basically got he basically got a catfish. Yeah, man. I was that. I felt I, I was way more bothered by James Harden than I was with Ben Simmons. Like we ain't hear everything that went down when when you left Houston. We all knew you picked two teams to go to. <laughs> Like we all we were there. We were there. Absolutely. I was like, I, I, it's not saying that no, he did not want to go to Philly. Believe it, but I mean I, I believe he wanted to go to Brooklyn first. Yeah. You know, and, and honestly, that's why you no know, for me, his press conference didn't bother me nearly as much. You know, yeah, he went to Brooklyn because he wanted to look for the best opportunity for him to win a title. It mm-hmm. wasn't gonna happen in Houston. So he went and hooked up again with his boy KD, and I mean again, what know what happened? I mean, hey, you want to find out where you stand? Hey, he found out. You know, he, he I'm sure. Well, I don't know how you know what the relationship between him and KD is right now, but right now, I mean, he knows when it comes between KD and Kyrie. Clearly, you know, you just don't matter that much. <laughs> you just don't. And like I said, that's why they fault you. I mean, but again, you, I said it for the jump, man. Like I said, this. You know, this big three as everybody jumped from the bandwagon of the Clippers to that Brooklyn team. And I told y'all, they will not win the title. Now, I didn't know it implode so quickly. <laughs> I, I was a little disappointed. <laughs> but, but hey, I, I'll still take the victory. 
They ain't even get a chance to lose. <laughs> like, hey, like, they hey, blew I'll, up from within. Yeah, y'all didn't ask me for details, but I did tell you that was the weakest, mentally weakest super team in the history of the NBA. That proved my point. Proved it. Proved it. it validated my point. You know, and, uh, and like I said, so, I mean, for him to go to Philly, and we talked about it uh, previously off the air, and I think even on our last episode, of uh, again, uh, the only thing about the whole trade was that Maury just gave away way too much to bring him there. Way too much. Way too much to bring him there. They knew he was thirsty, and they, and they milked him for everything he got. Didn't they? I mean, it's just like, dude, like at, at this point for James Harden, you know, I mean, you know, speaking about the uh, top seventy-five, deservedly so, he belongs on there and everything. But right now, I mean, my my dude, <laughs> legacy-wise. It's not looking very great for him. Yeah, he's he on this the way. downside he, already. He, 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 he better not abandon ship again. Yeah. Like, like I said, right now, it, it, it's title or bust for you, Jay. <laughs> they they brought you in. <laughs> you better bring a title to Philly, at least a title appearance. Yeah, you got you to gotta get close. You know, I say, you, you got to bring something. I was like, because, like, like, again, to go through all that, I was like, you, you basically were better off staying in Houston for all that. For all that, you might as well stay in Houston and just wait it out until you became a free agent, then came to Philly. But, you know, for me, let me jump over to Ben Simmons, man. Go ahead. Let's get into it. Oh, uh, look. I, I know I've said this before. What I feel about Ben Simmons has nothing to do on my personal approach to mental health in general. Let's get that straight. Because I've, I've dealt with some ignorant mothers lately. You know, whether it be getting at me through Twitter or even, you know, some people actually reached out to me on through text because they heard our show and they heard what I said. I mean, like, like seriously, my my view of mental health in general has nothing to do with my views of Ben Simmons. And like I said, if people could get out of their feelings and actually pay attention to the situation and pay attention to what I said from the beginning, you know, you know exactly where I'm coming from. This whole thing with Ben Simmons, even if you watch that press conference, he just sounded awful. He was all over the place. Mm -hmm. And that's why I just kept looking at him like, what? He sat up there and said, I mean, I'm not making this up. This is what the the man said. Me living in Philly had nothing to do with mental illness. Okay. Then what was the reason? Or if I could tell you, I would, but I don't have an answer for you. In other words, it's just a bunch of BS. He's lying. Mm-hmm. So if it wasn't mental illness and you can't put it together, then why would you leave Philly? The bottom line is there was a problem. And I'm sorry, forgive me for just being an educated man. Forgive me for being a man who actually pays attention to things. I'm sitting there looking like all this didn't occur until what happened in the playoffs against Atlanta. Now, the reports were sent up here say from Ben Simmons' camp, oh, we told the Sixers early in the season he was suffering from mental illness. The Sixers said they didn't find out until after the fact. Once again, somebody's lying. Yeah. And I'm looking at it like, okay, You got called out by your coach and your teammate. Now, as a former basketball player myself, look, 
I've definitely been called out by coaches, whatever. I've been called out by my teammates. I didn't mind that. The bottom line is that had to go both ways. You can call me out, but when your time came, it wasn't being petty. If I thought you weren't performing up to your, you know, my expectations of you, I'm going to say something, especially if you're a star. But when I saw Ben Simmons, clearly, this dude literally took his ball and went home. Yes. Wouldn't even show up to camp. Now, if you want to sit here and tell me that it was so serious about his mental illness, I mean, last time I checked, the Philadelphia 76ers offered to try to help this man, and he turned them down. So if mm-hmm. it's really about your mental health, why would you turn down help? Well, excuse me, because it wasn't about your mental health. So clearly you were in your feelings. So when this dude talks about his mental health and everything, yes, I call BS. I don't believe you. He sunk. That's what it is. You got called out because you clearly didn't live up to expectations for respect of you as a star player. And you got mad because you got called out. But now all of a sudden, your mental illness is coming into it. Man, I'm sorry. Skip me with all that. Because had it never happened, I refuse to believe we'd have ever heard anything about mental illness help us with mental, mental illness from Ben Simmons to begin with. We'd have never heard a word. Nope, I agree with that. If the Sixers win that series, we don't hear a word. And I get annoyed about it because there are a number of cowards out there who don't have the spine to hold themselves accountable for when they come up short, they always need to find an excuse for something. Lucky Trey here, I'd go even harder. Yeah, looking for a shield. That is, that's exactly what he's doing. So now, like I said again, I'm, I'm going to sit back and enjoy this. <laughs> like I said, I'm doubling down on this whole Brooklyn Nets thing. This team is the mentally weakest super team in the history of the NBA. Because I want to see what happens. What happens should this not work out? What's going to happen if Ben Simmons gets called out again? I'm going to be front row and center. I'm going to be watching just like this. Mm-hmm. Because if he picks his ball up again and goes home, that's not mental illness. If you're that bothered, you don't even need to be playing basketball. You need to be stepping away and getting yourself together. Yeah. That's fact. If you're that bothered, why are you still trying to play who? Get yourself together first so you can play. In one breath, you sit up here saying, the trade has nothing to do with mental illness, but now you sit up here talking to the league and the Players Association, trying to get that $30 million back, saying, oh, I couldn't show up because I was suffering from mental illness. Which one is it? Yeah. But you got to see these individuals out here who, again, I'm sorry, there's just some people out here who just so, just so naive. And the moment you just yell something, oh, I got mental illness, everybody comes to your rescue. Why not get the story first? Instead of just believing everything off the top. But the boy who cried wolf. 
Woo! Everybody came running. Yeah. I know basketball-wise, if this doesn't work out, I would look to trading Ben Simmons. Really, I think he needs to go to like uh, a Sacramento, uh, Indiana, some small town, you know, a, a small market team where the spotlight isn't big. Because if he pulls the same thing that he did in Philly next to Kevin Durant, it's just going to be worse because now you're in New York. Thank you. And let me shout out this dude. Yeah, this young buck, you know, that's in this uh, support group I'm in you know, support, you know, as far as like broadcasting, we have a little team of uh, brothers who all you know all it's about you know, black men who are trying to br- uh, break out in sports broadcasting, mm-hmm. kind of uh, form their own little support group, just for clarification. But this young brother, he, he, made, he made a great point because we were talking about this very topic. And he was like, you know, for a dude who said he's suffering from mental health issues, he's like, well, you basically put yourself in this position from the start. He's like, Remember the documentary you had when you were at LSU getting ready to go to the league? He's like, you, you've been dealing with expectations. Uh-huh. He's like, you know, he's like, just watch the documentary. And I was like, damn, that's a good point. I forgot all about that documentary. Yeah, I did too. But I had to tell them that that was a great point. You, went, you, you had a documentary of them following you. Through the one year, because everybody knew you were going to LSU for one year anyway. Yep. LSU knew that. Wasn't no problems then. Because everything went his way. And no, didn't that the fact that, in that what Joel Embiid even said about him? Mm-hmm. And everything went his way, he was fine. I said, forgive me for just using my eyes and just looking at, and just looking at it and just saying like, damn, it's just way too convenient that all of a sudden this is the issue for you because something didn't go right for you. Yeah. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean I don't believe in mental health, you know, issues of those who truly suffer from that. I obviously I'm compassionate to those who really deal with real issues. But for a grown man, I don't care if he is in his early mid-20s, he's grown who makes millions of dollars. You sit up here all of a sudden claiming all these things about your mental health the moment something doesn't go right for you. And it's all factual. It's not like, I can see if all this was made up, then I would have no leg to stand on. But everything that, you know, that transpired is documented. Yeah. You didn't show up. You did miss a layup on Trey Young. You didn't shoot it. You can't make free throws. You couldn't shoot. So you got caught out. You've been a star player long enough to know how this goes. Yeah. You know how this goes. You don't think they give you 30 million just to leave you alone, do you? No, they want something back on their investment. Sorry, Marshmallow Sims. (laughs) I say again, I'm I'm sitting back. I, I can't wait to watch. Oh, and you can say whatever you want. Oh, we gotta give him a pass this year because blah 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 blah. Whatever, man. Him and Kyrie, and and enabling Kevin Durant. 
Man, look, I can't wait to <laughs> let them not win a championship, boy. You you think I'm something now, boy. You you ain't gonna want to see that. that Brooklyn would never let me in. <laughs> they would never let me in that city. <laughs> Anybody who would hear me would never let me in Brooklyn. Because I am going to let loose. Like they you, definitely you hit the nail. Are the most interesting team in the NBA. Absolutely. And you hit the nail on the head, man. What are you gonna do now? The expectations are even higher, and you're in the media capital of the world. Yep. With <laughs> one of the, the top three players in the league on your team. <laughs> no excuses. And like I said again, what's gonna happen when you don't hold up in your end of the bargain? How are you gonna handle it? I'll, I'll give Ben Simmons this much. If for some reason something does go south and he just eats it and owns up to it, I'll give him a little bit of my respect back. Not that he cares, but hell, I'll give it to him anyway. Because I'm just going off of what I saw you lately, Chief. Mm-hmm. And what you did in Philly, that was some softness. <laughs> He's spineless marshmallow, whatever. I can think of a couple of other words when my son sitting next to me. Like, nah, Chief. No, I'm not. I'm not buying it. I'm not. I've never bought it, and you, you'll never convince me otherwise. You, you left Philly because you, you basically were were mad that somebody you got talked about, you got held accountable, and you just wanted to leave. Just go ahead and say that, man. It's okay to sit there and say I didn't want to be there anymore because the bottom line was that I just wasn't vibing with those cats anymore. Period. That's all you had to say. Okay, that's it. And we would have rolled with it. Like, all right. Um, like we get it, but I mean that's exactly. But it just would have been factual, yeah. Because we all saw it. We all saw it. Like, okay, I get it. But you heard him in that press conference. There were just some things that, in the end, you no, know, just wasn't helping me. Like, do you you just BS me now? Stop. Because you just sat up here and said you couldn't answer the question, but in the same breath, want to and say. There were some things that were happening that, for me, just went in my best interest. So, again, here we go again. Which one is it? Either you have an answer or you don't. Exactly. All right, let's 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 jump into our last topic, which occurred today um, as well, that they were recording this. There was a, a, a skirmish. That's a good word That's for what, yeah, what occurred after the, the Michigan – and Wisconsin game where the the major play was, you know, where that you're going to see on TV, Jawan Howard, he mushed a man. He, he mushed. And you know what a mush is when you just kind of put your, put your hand in somebody's face and push. It's not a punch. It's not a slap. It's a just get back. That's exactly kind of what, what occurred here, but people are kind of losing their minds over here. I've seen, things as as far as he needs to be fired i've seen you know not he doesn't deserve anything i think where it lands in my opinion i see two game suspension and that's really just because you really can't do that you got we, we got to show that you can't do that but we don't think it's that big of a deal so we give you a two game just to show that hey you can't do that but we don't mind that you didn't do that this ain't worth being fired over um this isn't worth like being suspended for the rest of the season over. I think this is at most a two game suspension and we keep it moving. I'm with you hundred percent. You know what I mean? I think another word I would use even uh, more than skirmish. It was a scrum. 
Yeah. A scrum. Because the fact of the matter was, I I wouldn't even give Juwan a smush. He swiped at the assistant coach. Yeah. He was looking to grab that cat. Like, he was basically looking to do one of these. Like, he was going to snatch him by his collar as in the bring in close, like, dude, you better watch who you're talking to. Uh-huh. That's all you saw. That's, at least that's all I saw. I watched that video. I had to watch like 10 times in a row. Just yeah. to, to watch his hands. But like you said, when I, I saw the headline on ESPN, and ESPN, you just need to do better. Yes, they do. Talking about Juwan Howard threw a punch. And I'm like, really? So I go to the video, and I'm watching. And it, and it happened so quick. I was just like, whoa. Like, I, you just kind of see everybody bumping, and eventually the players, you know, I see the players throw punches. Yes. You know, I, I saw that. But I, I, was, I was just really fixated on Juwan. So I, as I kept watching, finally, I, I, I saw what happened. I'm sorry. Yes, I agree with you. There should be a suspension. But there needs to be a suspension on both sides. Oh, both sides. What's, what's bothering me about this is that they're only focusing on Juwan Howard. Coach Dard of Wisconsin deserves to be suspended for however many games they give Juwan Howard because he was clearly the instigator. And that's what everybody seems to be trying to sweep up under the rug. Colin Cowherd talking about, I don't care who started, but Juwan Howard needs to be better. And I, and I sat there, I tweeted it back like, dude, how are you going to talk out of both sides of your mouth? You just sat here and said in one breath, you don't care who started it, but you're talking about Juwan Howard needs to be held accountable. Why can't both be held accountable? Exactly. I'm like, why are you talking about both sides of your mouth? But am I surprised? No. It's exactly what I would expect if something happened between a black coach and a white coach. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, oh, here they go making everything racial again. you damn right. Because you sit up here seeing how it's two different games being played. The Wisconsin coach, Coach Guard, was the instigator. We talked about it off there. You watch the video and slow it down. You'll see Guard as they're walking by. Jawan is just sitting there talking to him. And for some reason or another, I don't know what was transpired, but Guard gets up in Jawan Howard's chest. Now, you can say whatever you want. Jawan Howard should have kept his composure. He should have been the bigger man. Look, I'm never going to tell another man how you need to react if somebody touches you. I said, I don't want nobody putting their hands on me. I gave most of my younger days of letting cats get away putting their hands on me. That's why I'm in the way I am now. You put your hands on me for any reason, and I don't know you? Yeah, we're going to have a problem. I'm going to put my hands on you, too. But he sat there poking Juwan in the chest. Had he just went ahead, walked down the line, just say good game and going, you don't even have to say nothing. He sat up there in the press conference, well, Jawan said that uh, I got you next time. Who cares? So what? You won. Yeah. You Your team won the game. Get off the floor. Leave. Just leave. But he goes on to poke one in the chest. Now their nose to know, well, kind of, I mean, Juwan's 6'9". Guard, I don't even know if he's six foot. He's looking down on guard. And now they're just going at it. And the next thing you know, the assistant coach of Wisconsin comes jumping in, 
and understandably so. But at the end of the day, I don't know what he said to Juwan, and Juwan never said it. But whatever he said is what set Juwan Howard off. Sure did. And like I said, there wasn't no punch thrown, but he was trying to get it. Mm-hmm. He reached right out there for him and missed him. He tried to grab him, but he was getting pushed back at the same time. But you can sit there and tell, you've read his lips. It's almost like one of those, you better watch your mouth. Yep. And that assistant coach was just feeling himself. Practice one, they, they won. And two, he was just basically following his coach's lead. But the bottom line is this. It shouldn't just be Juwan Howard. Yes, Juwan Howard deserves to be held accountable, but Coach Guard better be held accountable too. If I look up and I can see Coach Guard that get but one game or no suspension at all, oh, we will definitely gonna come back to this subject. Yeah. Because all, like you said, all I've heard was Juwan Howard, Juwan Howard, Juwan Howard. Juwan Howard. Yep. No one's brought up the Wisconsin coach. And I'm not even thinking about the kids throwing punches. Hey, that happens. I've been in a few of those. When you get in those moments like that, guess what? You better keep your head on the swivel. Even if you mind your own business, because believe me, the other side, don't, that doesn't mean they won't be minding their own business. Huh. You better keep your hands up. <coughs> and I'm sure those players will get dealt with however they need to be dealt with. But both coaches deserve to be suspended. Both coaches should have to pay a fine and let's move on. Yeah, keep it simple. But, this, but this, this should not just be thrown on the plate of Juwan Howard. And I would like to think that at this point, with Michigan University, you know, finally getting over all the BS of the Fab Five all those years ago, by hiring Juwan Howard, bringing him back to Michigan, I'd like to think they'd be a little more sensible and not go over off the deep end just to, you know, sort of, you know feed off of public opinion by firing. Yeah. That that would just be that would just be so ridiculous to me. And a huge no, he, mistake. Oh. It, it would be a huge mistake, but again, once again, I'll say it again. The only difference is at the end of the day, is you got one the coach that's black and another coach that's white. Yeah. Guard, guard's not Coach K. Not at all. What the hell is Wisconsin one? Like, I can see if it was Coach K. And then they said, like, he needs to be fired. I'm like, you can't do that. Yeah, that's like, Coach K. That's Coach K. (laughs) You know? I mean, but just like, dude, you, 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 I don't even know what his first name is. Like I said, I just know his last name is Dard. So you, you Coach Dard of Wisconsin. Are y'all even ranked? Who knows? Listen, listen, just, just go ahead, punish both. Punish both coaches, get them fine, and let's just move on. When the rematch comes, then so be it. Let's get it on. If Juwan said what he said, hey, listen, I, I get it. That's right, man. I get it. I've I, I played teams before. I mean, and a few times I, I, you know, have lost some games. But yeah, you might have gotten my number. Maybe you did something I didn't appreciate. I'll tell you too, yeah. Next time I got you. That's exactly what we're going to do. But I said, but all that extraness, and I said again, you, you won, dude. Go home. But let, let, let me get off the floor and get my boys back on the bus. Yeah. 
All right. And before we wrap this up, there was one thing that I forgot that I wanted to mention. Did you see that Chris Paul is out for six to eight? Yeah, I mean, but he was out there on the, on the all-soft ones. It kind of confused me. That's so why you probably, play like that that minute. Yeah, it's because of the exhibition. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, but but again, I mean, at this point, I, it, it heartbreaks me because of the fact that Chris Paul is having such a great season. Mm-hmm. And I say, and personally, myself, you know, I still feel that, uh, that, uh, you know, Chris – Got screwed out of the MVP, personally. Yeah. I think he should have been MVP last year. And he's having an MVP season right now. And I just, um, I'm sad to see him go. But like I said, at the end of the day, I mean, Chris Paul, although I'm sure he wouldn't mind winning the MVP award, he's all about the ring, man. So he's going to go ahead and take that. Uh, he's going to go ahead and take the, he's going to go ahead and take the uh, six to eight weeks, rest up that hand and get ready for the playoffs. Yep. All right, all right. Is there anything else that you want to add before we wrap this up? Uh, yeah, be on the look look out for my uh, segment. I'm putting it out on my show. Let's get it, man. I'm, I got to touch on that. Uh, I got to touch on that. Uh, this MJ LeBron who had a harder road. Bill Russell had a harder road, and I'm probably gonna touch on that. Right. So be on the lookout for that. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. All right, go ahead and drop your social, sir. Yes, sir. As always, it is at the M-C-G-O-D as in David, I-V as in Victor, A, at the McIndiva on Twitter. And I am at J-Sug, J-A-Y-S-U-G-G, also on the Twitters. And until the next time, we out. Later.